0: Welcome to Main Character Magnetism, the podcast for creative, ambitious women seeking to transcend self-doubt, tune out comparison, and uncover true passion and purpose. I'm your host, Kaylee Moonen. As a mindset and life coach by trade, I'm honored to support visionary leaders like you on the path to creating an unapologetic and unfiltered life rooted deeply in your truth through the process of self-discovery. In a world filled to the brim with noise telling us who and how to be, I'm here each week to help you cut through the chaos, to embrace your unique power, and to rewrite your role as the main character of your story. Through authentic conversations, life lessons, and practical wisdom, together we'll awaken your magnetism, that irresistible mix of self-acceptance, courage, and curiosity that allows your brightest talents and boldest dreams to unfold. Your personal renaissance starts now. Welcome back for episode two of Main Character Magnetism. Now that we've kind of laid the foundation for what this podcast is, what we're going to explore, I know you might be wondering, who the frick is this Kaylee girl anyway? And why should I be listening to some random chick I found on the internet? I don't know, that's what I would be wondering. So today, I'm gonna dive into exactly that. And for the sake of keeping this podcast within a reasonable amount of time, I'm not going to recount my whole life story to you. We'll dive into that in, in bits and pieces, make a little more bite sized chunks, a little bit more user friendly, you know, but today I'm going to share with you my experience in the online space and how my own personal self discovery journey has led me to where I am now from where I started back in 2020. So a little bit of backstory, I was in the service industry for almost nine years. So it was bartending for eight years and I was so in my comfort zone. I was making good money. It was relatively brainless. I didn't realize at the time, that you know, I was constantly living in fight or flight and my quality of life wasn't anywhere near where it could potentially be, but we'll talk about that another day. When COVID hit, suddenly I didn't have a job. This identity of bartender that I had carried around for eight years was stripped away. And I had this moment of what do I do without this? You know, this is really the only main skill I've developed. I told myself after college, I was going to take a gap year and then go and get a job in in my field. Of study after that and a gap year turned into eight years and like I said that comfort zone became a really easy place to stay when that was yanked away from me I suddenly was like where do I even start and (laughs) the starting point for me ended up being a month-long marathon of Gilmore Girls where I was avoiding my actual reality after I got that avoidance out of my system, God bless you Laura alive for walking me through that time, I got real with myself and I wrote down a list of all the career paths that I had any type of potential interest in. And from there I looked at, okay, here's what I could start doing today with the skills that I have, with my physiology and psychology degree that I had from the University of Arizona. Here's how I could apply this. These are maybe some career paths that would require me to get a little bit more schooling, to invest a little bit more time before I can start doing them. And I weighed my options, pros and cons list. I'm a big list, girlie. It's always helped me to make decisions. And I came down to physical therapy or personal training. So along the same lines, but physical therapy was going to require a bit more of a financial investment and continued education. And personal training, while it was also still an investment to get certified, it was something that now that I had no job and <laughs> an abundance of free time, I could get the certification relatively quickly. This is the option that I leaned toward, knowing I could always come back and invest in that physical therapy route if and when I needed to. And I really just started to find my own footing in the gym. I had become so passionate about taking my health back into my own hands. So I was excited. I was lit up and to me, there was no plan B. I was going to make this work, I was going to figure out how to get clients, I was going to figure out how to build a life for myself off of something that I actually was really excited about. Little me, over the summer, I I put my nose in my books, I studied away, I got certified, and in the online space, on Instagram, I had seen other women who were scaling these online fitness coaching businesses. And I was like, this seems so cool because I have access to help more women. It's something where I can work from home. I can set my own hours. It was just, it was very appealing to me. And I got so much lashback from everyone in my life. My mom was like, are you crazy? What even is this? I don't even really think she knows what I do until this day. God bless her heart. She supports me through it. I had some other friends who were going through their NASA certification at the same time. And they were like, that seems like the really hard route. Why don't you just go work for a gym and get clients through them? And I was so convicted in this belief of building this online business, of being responsible for my own financial wellness, for my own time, for the first time in my life. So I did exactly that. Got certified, I made my posts on Instagram, and I was like, hey everyone, I'm an online fitness coach now. If you wanna work with me, here's my application and i thought that the floodgates were just gonna open that business was gonna be so easy and this is what happened when i announced coaching absolutely nothing it was a freaking crickets you guys no one warned me how much of a spiritual journey entrepreneurship is i was like well if everyone else is doing it i can do it too and i'm so glad that Little me had that super deep belief in myself because I wouldn't be sitting here, posting this podcast, sharing the story with you today had I not just trusted in my vision. From there, I ended up running my own online coaching business for a couple of months. I hired my first mentor. When I had no job, I had no income, all i had was this unshakable belief in myself so i was like sure i'll take this money out of my savings like take 5k for a six month group coaching program and of course that didn't quite pan out the way i expected it to because it was geared towards someone who was a little bit further along in their business than i was and that was my own naive self trusting oh sure this is gonna work for me too again i'm telling you guys I if there's one thing about me, I have always believed in myself. When I have a vision, I'm gonna do whatever the fuck I need to do to make it happen. I'm not a plan B type of girl. I'm a plan A and that's my only option. So we did that. I picked up a couple clients here and there. I was really still finding my footing as a coach, kind of learning what it looked like to coach someone virtually, but I was seeing great success with my clients. And at the end of the day, that's what inspired me to keep going is knowing that I had the power to help women change their lives through changing their physical health. And as their physical health started to change, their mental health also started to improve. So I was like, this is really freaking cool. I had always been called to be of service. I was just never quite sure how that was gonna play out for me. And it finally felt like I found my niche or my little area of expertise where I was going to be able to do this. So after a few months of doing that, I was approached by a larger company in the online space who was very successful and they were looking to hire a new coach. And the first thing I was asked in this process was, do you like being a business owner? Like, do you like being a CEO, doing all the tasks with this? And at the time, just to be totally honest with you guys, I had no freaking idea what I was doing. I had no idea what went into scaling a business. I just knew I wanted to help people. So I was like, you know, it's not my favorite thing. I'm still kind of figuring it out. And they asked me, well, would you rather just be focused on coaching and being of service to the women that you want to support? So to me, this was a win-win. Everyone knew the name of this company. I wasn't going to have to do the stuff I didn't know how to do. I was just going to be able to be in my zone of genius. And so I worked for this company and was able to grow and blossom so much as a coach in that time, kind of continuing to find my voice and gain my confidence. The more women that I helped and the more women that expressed to me just how powerful of an impact I had created for them, I was like, okay, I'm on something here. Maybe I do have something really valuable to share with the world. And now how can I share that in a way that's also authentic to me? And I was at that company for about a year and a half, like I said, had a beautiful experience and just kind of got to a point where I was starting to tip into that rock bottom or that dark night of the soul that I mentioned in the first episode, if you listened to that one. And while it seemed like I had the safety and security from a job that was so aligned with what I wanted to do and you know I had a beautiful home to live in, I had great friends who supported me, I still found that I wasn't happy. I wasn't feeling fulfilled. And I had been on my own personal self-awareness journey or my conscious journey for a couple of years now. I tried to kind of sit with it and rationalize it and come from this place of gratitude. Like you have so many things to be grateful for. Why are you feeling this way? And eventually it got to a point where i just could not ignore it any longer there was disconnect happening between my own deep wants and needs and my soul inside that was like begging for me to fully express it and the reality that i was choosing to live in and the biggest thing I learned from that was that your comfort zone, your safety, your security, and all of the perceived things in your life that contribute to that, growth can't happen there. It takes stepping outside of that in order for you to continue to expand as a human, as a visionary woman, as a leader, as a coach, as you know whatever you are working to grow in your life. And so I made the really heart wrenching decision to part ways with that coaching position to leave the company that had supported me for a year and a half and helped me to kind of find my voice and find what I really wanted for myself. Because unfortunately, at that point in time, I realized that what I wanted when I first started working with them and what I wanted at that present moment were no longer the same thing. I had really gotten crystal clear on my values, and this was the first one of the first times in my life where I really challenged myself to honor them, instead of playing it small, instead of dimming myself to, to work for someone else's dream when I had such a calling to build my own. So within leaving that, that's when I hit that rock bottom, I felt like friendships naturally were starting to kind of fall to the wayside as I was raising my energy and my frequency And some of the friendships or energetic exchanges were still down here. We were on different planes, so we naturally grew apart. I was in a relationship at the time that I thought was really going to pan out to be something long-term. And it just, we were looking for different things. We were at really different spaces in our lives. So letting that go was a huge mourning and loss. Everything in my life crumbled. Everything that I thought was bringing me that fulfillment and that happiness was stripped away from me. And suddenly I was there and I felt like a crab without my shell on, just naked and exposed. Who the fuck even am I anymore? Where do I go from here? And in that moment, I knew I needed support to navigate this. That's one thing I want you to take away from this episode, if anything, is that you don't have to do this alone especially in those moments where it feels really overwhelming and really dark and you're not certain that you're going to get out of it or that there is a clear path forward it's okay to ask for help no matter what that looks like for you whether that's reaching out to friends and family whether that's investing in therapy whether that's hiring a mentor whether that's you know sending someone a dm on instagram being like Hey, like I see that you went through something similar. Can we talk about this? Human connection is so valuable. And that's something we'll dive into deeper on a later episode. Don't wanna get off on too much of a tangent here. So in that dark darkness, I hired two of my mentors. Both of them are still currently my mentors over a year and a half later. And I started to pull myself out of the trenches. I started to come back to that unshakable belief that I had when I first stepped into the online space. And at this point it was like, okay, if I believed in myself then, I can really believe in myself now. I have so much more wisdom and knowledge and experience in order to be of service, in order to create something that is a direct reflection of me instead of being an outward expression of someone else's dream. I rebuilt my online fitness coaching with the support of these mentors and gradually i kind of realized all the parts of me that i had put a blanket over while i was representing this other company and for me that was the very soulful spiritual part of myself that was the more holistic health part of myself who loves yoga and acupuncture and talking about vitamins and herbs and foods and how all these natural things can improve your health so i started to bring all of these parts of me back i started to combine everything that i loved at my core and brought that into my coaching service and it just felt so aligned to be able to create something that was such a massive representation of my own personal beliefs and values and who i was And with that was continuing down my own healing journey, down my own journey to self-discovery. And it felt like each, I was gonna say each month, but really each week, each day, even sometimes hour by hour, I was just gaining so much clarity by letting go of the limiting beliefs, the old stories, all these identities that I had kept neatly, like collected and compacted and had lived by for so long. So as I shed these things, it started to feel more and more aligned with everything that was happening in my life. I was calling in more aligned clients. I was meeting new people in my mentorships and outside of them, left and right, where it was those people where you're like, oh, you just freaking get me and it's so cool to connect on that level. I was finally back to traveling more than I had. I was saying, yes, to more things and just getting out there. And I was surrendered to the process. That was my word of the year that year was surrender, was just allowing things to come to me, receiving the lessons from them. And it was such a beautiful and transformative year. Right when I was feeling super confident with where my program was going and how the coaching container was evolving, I went to a live event for one of my mentorships. And it was a weekend of really Deep inner work, breath work sessions, meditations, speakers, presentations, just sitting with people who were all going through it. And it was heavy. I can't lie to you. It was so beautiful, but in the in the moment it was heavy. And I came home and I expected to feel like, oh I let it all go. We're one step closer. And instead I came home and I was like, fuck, I don't want to be a fitness coach anymore. And it was absolutely terrifying. It's something that I didn't even speak out loud or validate to myself for a couple of months because I had built such an identity around this over the course of the past few years and being in the online space. And I was finally gaining traction and feeling like I was creating success for myself and feeling fulfilled. So it felt selfish to even have this thought of letting it go, of burning it to the ground because i had worked so hard to get to this place and once i faced that reality and i brought it to my mentors and said hey here's how i'm feeling it was like a million pound weight had been lifted and from there was okay what direction do i go next. So again, had that really open and honest meeting with myself where I made the lists, I weighed the pros and cons, typical Kaylee decision-making process, if you're not picking that up already. And I came to the realization that for me, the most rewarding part of being a fitness coach, of walking women through this physical transformation was actually the mindset work behind it. It was seeing their personal growth that came as a result of bringing in some structure of bringing clarity to their lives of creating external confidence. Their internal confidence is what skyrocketed and every woman that I supported literally every single one of the women that I walked through their health journeys, had massive life transformations, whether that was getting engaged, having babies, getting married, getting the promotion, moving across the country. And that's the shit that lit my soul on fire. So I came back to myself and I really sat with this and I meditated and I prayed for clarity on how I could be of service in a way that would remove a bit of the fitness and health component, while still bringing women that empowered feeling and mental clarity to create the changes that they wanted for themselves in their lives and it dawned on me I had been in a massive year of self discovery and I wanted to guide other women through their own journey to rediscovering who they are, because when it comes to self discovery. I don't think it's necessarily a process where you're finding out who you are. I know we hear that term thrown around a lot I'm I'm finding who I am. I'm finding this part of me that's been within you all along. To me, self-discovery is letting go of or unlearning everything that's not you so that you can come back to who the fuck you actually are. When I landed on this, I was in a coffee shop in Phoenix with my best friends in the zone had my little Americano, my headphones on, I was just cranking and that it just flowed out of me, like word vomit, just typing, 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 ideas of how I could build a program based off of this. And nothing had ever felt more divinely implanted than that exact moment of clarity. And from there, I started to talk about it, I started to shift the way that my content was on social media. I started to reach out to women who I thought might be interested in the program. It was a big fat slice of humble pie because I was going back to my roots of when I first scaled my own fitness business of figuring out what worked, what didn't work, what landed with people, what people didn't really care to talk about and re-navigating that. It was finding my voice all over again. And it really clicked for me when I realized that the power in being of service in this way is that I had walked the walk. I'm continuing to walk the walk and going through this on my own. I started to really openly share bits of my own story, bits of my personal journey. And before I knew it, so many women were relating to this and it made me realize what a gap we have When it comes to this type of work, I think that it's a beautiful thing that mental health has really come to the forefront in the last couple of years. But sometimes that can seem a little bit inaccessible or not tangible to a lot of people. I think there are some barriers. And while we continue to improve that, it really came up for me. It was like, how can I be of service in a way that inspires people to understand? the importance of doing this type of healing work. I think that self-discovery really beautifully goes hand in hand with therapy. Therapy helps you to shine a light on your past and how that has created stories that may still be contributing to your present while coaching helps you to take what you have learned and to cast it into a future vision for yourself. So we're, we're kind of getting into a little bit of the woo woo and the energetics in that, reality creation and it's helping you to understand that by being fully expressed as the most authentic version of you that's what is going to call in the opportunities that you seek to help you to shift your life to help you to take the personal responsibility to create the change that's when it all clicked for me now here we are on this podcast talking about stepping into the main character of your life. And I think a a large part of that comes from that journey of self-discovery. I wouldn't be here today had I not lived in the identity of bartender and then the identity of, you know, Jobless, incomeless Gilmore girls addict, and then the identity of personal trainer, and then holistic health coach. And you know, I've gone through all these steps and it led me to exactly where I am today. Now I find myself, I really struggle when someone asks me the question, Who are you? Because for my whole entire life, my immediate answer, I would always go to whatever my identity of the moment was or my occupation or whatever role in my life i felt most closely related to so it'd be oh i'm kaylee the dancer i'm kaylee the tuba player i'm kaylee the hip-hop dancer that was one in college fun fact i am kaylee the swimmer i'm kaylee the this the that like the list goes on and on and on and now if you ask me i almost hesitate to say I'm a mindset and life coach. I'm a self-discovery coach because that's only a fragment of who I am as a human being and of my human experience. And I almost feel it's doing you, the question asker, a disservice by me saying, this is who I am. Because we can kind of create like a perceived box or reflection. I don't wanna say judgment because I don't judge people when they share who they are, but you just have this notion of who someone is without ever like fully getting to explore their intricacies, what makes them most themselves. And that's why I'm such a big advocate of teaching you to openly share those bits of you. Because when you share who you are, without any hesitation, no one's ever going to ask you to be anything but yourself because you're in that magnetic energy. You're in that energy where you walk in a room and everything shifts. You're in that energy where you meet someone and they're like, wow, like she's such a freaking vibe. You're calling in what's meant for you because you're putting out an authentic, energetic signature. And as someone who spent a lot of years putting out an energetic signature that felt icky and not like me because I was like, I'm going to manipulate who I am in order to get what I want. Plot twist sis, that's not how it works. I'm so excited to continue to dive in and explore the intricacies and the nuances of everything that I've talked about today, of my own experiences and of your experiences as well, to help you bring clarity and to step back into your power to be the main character of your life and to know that it's your right to do so. Let's get you off the sidelines and let's keep exploring this divine experience we call life together. My angels, thank you for diving deep into another episode of Main Character Magnetism and sharing the ooey gooey goodness of life with me. Find any links and action steps from our conversation in the show notes, and don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Your continued support means everything to me. So if something really landed with you today, share the episode, drop your takeaways and tag me so I can reach out and support you. This is the quickest way to help us spread the word and mission to all our sisters who need to hear it too. As always, I'll leave you with this final thought. Give yourself permission to shine your light from within. No longer dimming your power or playing small to meet made up outside rules. Make the choice each day to live as the main character of your story, because you deserve to direct a fulfilling life aligned with who you truly are. And the pen is in your hands, my girl. I can't wait for our journey next week. Until then, stay magnetic.